Right on radio. Right on radio. Welcome to Right on Radio today. This is your Tuesday morning broadcast with Jeff and Jesse. And Jeff, I'm just going to bring you right on this morning. Um, great to see you. <laughs> great to see you as always, Jesse. And what throws me off when you bring on the introduction, and I love it, you do a great job. But then how do I fit in the timing for your name of the day or your title even? Well, I was trying to bypass that. I purposely choose words that don't leave you with an opening. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, forget it. Uh, so if you haven't figured it out, my name is Jeff and she is the singer of the Song of Songs and her name is Jessie Zaboder. Her, oh, that was a good one. I like it that. is, and it's going to fit in with what we're going to talk about today. Uh, yeah. Let me give out your website because sometimes I forget to get it out there. Her website is illuminatethedarkness.com. Visit illuminatethedarkness.com and illuminate your mind. Also, it's not just Jesse's website. There's actually a whole team on there. And importantly, uh, if you've been following this show for a little while, we've done some episodes on the Netherlands in particular. And Marion, who's a frequent guest on this show, who we got to have back on because the Netherlands is in turmoil as many places around the world are. But, you know, Marion also puts up a lot of great stuff on that website. So definitely go to illuminatethedarkness.com. Yeah. And we have exciting news too, because our ministry has been expanding in other countries. So um, this week we just uh, we had an individual who finished translating my book into Polish. And so now they're starting to, um, if everybody can just be in prayer, because the the Christians and the church there are really starting to um, just encourage the faith of the brethren and trying to get everybody engaged in spiritual warfare for the things that are going on in their country. So um We've got some work starting to go on both in Poland as well as Germany. And we're trying to connect that with some of the stuff going on in the Netherlands so that um, we've got the Christians there in those countries working together. So pretty exciting. Very exciting. And, you know, we take, we get so much information in the English language there, you know, but we realize that there's not a lot of books and particularly a book like yours, which is, very revealing. And, and by the way, if you're newer to the program, her book is called His Kingdom Comes in Power, and it's available on Amazon. Pretty easy to find. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, Jesse, we got a, well, not a huge amount of stuff to get to today. Uh, we do want to talk about the weather. I want to uh, get into some news uh, that I think is coming up and some real markers in, in this journey and in this interesting time that we're working on. However, uh, there were a couple questions that came up from, from last Sunday and I didn't ask them. And, and, you know, these people really, really desire answer to these. So uh, the first one is, can demons be destroyed? Well, this is a twofold question. Um, ultimately, scripture tells us that they will be, that the Lord has created hell and the lake of fire, and that at the final judgment, they will be cast into that and will be destroyed. Until that time, the answer is no, there's spirit and the Lord has not given us the authority or the ability to um, utterly destroy those spirits, we are able to rebuke, bind, cast out. Um, but that is the extent of the authority that we have with those spirits. That's right. And, you know, when we really do have the power to cast them out of people and stuff like that, but make sure the person really wants them to be cast out and make sure that the person, I'm just saying this, you know, because there's some really big warnings and people have made huge mistakes in doing this. Um, 
and make sure the person really gets uh, invites God to fill in those gaps. Because if you cast a demon out of someone and they're not ready, that demon goes and finds some more powerful demons and they come back sevenfold into that person. So, you know, this is uh, something that you should, you should be doing, but do it with some knowledge. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. All right. The second question, Jesse, um, and I'm just going to ask you for a very quick answer on this because it's a subject that we're going to be diving in deep into uh, in the future. But uh, you apparently put out a tweet. I, I, I'm not allowed on there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me on Gab and Telegram. <laughs> right underscore on underscore radio. And the links are in the description. Um, actually, if, by the way, I, we, I put a lot of, uh, news articles on that on the right underscore on underscore radio channel on, uh, on telegram in particular. And, uh, I think you'll find some of it interesting. You know, I just get it from other people. I put it on there. I read an article. If it gets my interest, I put it on there. I don't put a lot of slop. It isn't about getting volume for instance, right. but you would put out this tweet, Jesse, with, uh, with Trump and HRC and, this person is wondering, is Trump an elitist who's really not a good guy? Yeah, you know, I, I'm really not going to answer that question the way people would like it answered. Um, you know, from the very beginning, people have known that I'm a huge Trump supporter. I've been working, you know, supporting his endeavors. And what I really want people to do is you know, not be seeking to just get an answer of, is this person in the system or is this person not in the system? Are they good or are they bad? What we really want to be doing is praying and asking the Lord to reveal to us and show us people's hearts. And, you know, I will, I will make this statement that, you know, out of everybody, whether currently even past administrations, no president has given their heart to the people or for the people like Donald Trump has. Nobody has gone after stopping human trafficking to the extent that he has, not only for the sake of the children, but you know, there are women, there's adults, there's veterans um, who are being trafficked and he has made this his major endeavor. And, um, you know, to restore the country to, to the heart of the people. And um, so that's kind of where I'm just going to leave that comment. That's right. Um, however, I guess it's a good segue. And we've been talking about this. And we did an episode called Dark to Light uh, not too long ago. And essentially, we consider this to be the biggest story of our time next to Jesus Christ riding in. Uh, right. we, we will be commentating. <laughs> I'm, gonna, we, I'm going to be installing that. that sky cam. <laughs> we're claiming that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, the, the biggest story that we see really is that the dark side, the, the order of the Phoenix is falling. They're being sacrificed by Satan, essentially. And yeah. that's the current group of evil dudes and women like HRC that you see right now, they're going to be going down. We're going to be watching that, but there's a light side. And someone had asked me to clarify this because they didn't understand. They might be a new listener. There's a light side that is going to be coming up and that's basically called the golden dawn. And am I correct there, Jesse, or is there more to it than that? Oh, she has frozen. So I hope I'm right. Uh, but the light side is going to be coming up and they're going to be essentially almost flawless people. Um, and they're going to look really good, but they're not good. And they're going to be in ushering in the Antichrist. Correct. So yeah. we're going to focus on that going down. We're going to be doing some deep dives on it. And it's probably going to be the main topic over the next, well, I don't know how long, but quite a while, right. I would suggest. So having that aside, let's talk about some news. And then I want to talk about the three songs, Jesse. 
Yes, that, that you had an interesting weekend. <laughs> well, a couple of days. It started yesterday and then uh, then today. Um, but some news. So right now in the fight for the country of America and really a fight for the world because if America falls, the rest of the world falls. Uh, but, you know, people say there's nothing happening. And man, you know, we look at governments falling around the world. And it's it's not just, you know, uh, what's it called, Mario? Maybe, uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Myanmar. Myanmar, thank you. <laughs> I was like, what is that? Yeah, the, no, that was a huge fall for that to come forward. And, you know, the connections they were showing with those leaders in that country. So, but, we're, we're but look what's America. happened at the Vatican. Look what's happening in Italy. Look what's happened in the Netherlands. Like, it's happening all around the world. Right. I mean, you have not even just like one or two people. Like in the Netherlands, like their entire Congress stepped down. It's down. So, yeah, we've got huge governmental things happening all over the world. Huge. And and it's not, and, and by the way, it, in countries where you're not seeing it, like in Canada, where it just seems so tyrannical, I think it's really playing out in parallel with the United States. You're just seeing how evil and tyrannical these people can be. This is a movie we're watching. I really believe it is as well. And we couldn't go this far unless it was done. Uh, that's my opinion. And, and by the way, I do believe it's going to be biblical. I do believe God is going to reveal himself in this. And I think this there might be a segue to the three songs here. But one of the key things is that we have to keep eyes on. Remember, if the military is the answer, all other legal options have to go through process. Right. So it can't happen before that. Right now, there's Supreme Court dates this Friday. And then the following Friday, the 26th. So these things have to play out. And maybe th that might drag on. I don't know. And, and there might be some cases in the lower courts that still have to move, it, move up. But more and more states are being exposed right now for what happened. And, you know, if we look at the evidence that has been presented, it seems that 49 states went the way that we thought they did. <laughs> you know, right. at, uh, probably 80% of the notes that were signed by citizens staying, trying to stay on the channel um, were for DJT. Yep. And the, out of the 20% that voted for the other guy, right now, half of them strongly regret it. I, I think so. We're seeing things kind of turn around. And, and maybe that's what, maybe this is what it's taken to get that 20% to look at reality, you know, to see what really is happening, not just in the U.S., but in the world. In the and world. To acknowledge it you know, to acknowledge the evil that is happening and occurring everywhere. So, you know, with the uh, the right to life issue, which is, I think, you know, probably the num one of the number one issues for sure. Um, you know, when you look at, you know, 70 million babies killed in 60 years, <laughs> that's more than any war. And right. unfortunately, it's really picked on the African-American communities, like they've been targeted. Um, right. the, the elites and the, beyond. I mean, it's beyond like infanticide. You know, there's so many other horrific things that, you know, that they're selling organs, they're using these infants as a product, you know, and their death becomes somebody's making money off of the death of these millions and billions of children. Big money. And the saddest part, well, no, it's not the saddest. There is no saddest part of this. Um, but sometimes a woman thinks she's gone in and done done that, and the baby actually wasn't destroyed. And then what yeah, kind of life does that? Yeah, a lot more of those stories are coming forward. Yeah. But, There's 
quite a few of those coming forward, um, not just on that, you know, not just in the realm of um, abortions and other things, but um, in the hospital settings too, that they're finding that women have gone in and been told they had a miscarriage or a stillborn and it was that wasn't the case yeah this world listen god is going to act on this (laughs) if you think that he is going to stand by historically he does not stand by he has made promises particularly to the nation of the united states and to benefit the world because the United States protects Israel and you know there's a whole bunch of things but he founded the United States it's his his country and he has said that through his prophets through his you know it's it's very clear that he has done it and by the way just back to the Donald Trump thing uh, there was so every prophet would have had to been wrong that said Donald Trump was God's man okay so you know, there's a lot of things to say if he was a bad guy, then, you know, a lot of people had to get a lot of stuff wrong. Well, and I, you know, when I think back to it, a lot of people have compared him to Cyrus, you know, one of the kings of um, Babylon. And if you go back and read that scripture, there are two kings that came out of Babylon and they make the most amazing declarations about who God is and their their reign did not end with them getting glory or honor for themselves they declare that there is one God that he is living and they experienced him and so you know I would encourage people to go back to the book of Daniel read the testimonies of those two kings. I mean, they go into quite detailed testimonies of how they experienced God. And it's very powerful. And I predict the DJT is going to have a similar testimony. I I believe he will. I look forward to the day when he steps forward, you know, and, and starts declaring some things. Well, he did on the stump uh, in Georgia right before the November election. He uh, he stood, said he pointed to Jesus Christ, said, I'm not the most famous man. It's, you know, he goes, I'm not taking any chances, fear of the Lord. You know, there was, it was a beautiful moment, actually. And, you know, and, he and probably. The other declaring, the other de- sorry to interrupt, but the other declaring, too, was that um, saying, you know, we, we are a country, we will pray in Jesus' name. And he prayed in Jesus' name, which, you know, as a chaplain in the government, that's not allowed for even chaplains to pray in Jesus' name at this point. So for him to stand up there and boldly pray in Jesus' name and say, hey, that's okay to do that. That's right. That's right. So, you know, these are all the signs that we're seeing. And and plus, here's the other thing. And this is where now this is just opinion. Okay. But we're talking about the Supreme Court and we're talking about what the acting Pedotus has been doing. So, you know, obviously the First Amendment doesn't count anymore. Uh, we can't speak freely on this channel on the internet, right. right? So the First Amendment has basically been demolished by big tech and everything else. Now they're coming out after the Second Amendment. Now, in the, the United States is set apart from every other country in the world because of that Second Amendment. Yeah. And this, the purpose of it is so a tyrannical government can never take over the people. Look, many people with guns, you know, um, the politicians are outnumbered. Now, we are not calling for violence. In fact, I'm going to speak out against it. Okay. But the reason I bring this up, Jesse, is that I don't think this can go on much longer without there being an uprising, without there being some sort of revolution and people starting to take it into their own hands. So, you know, I think the timeline is short, and that's why I'm focused on what happens 
at the Supreme Court because I think a lot of people who are ready to take action are focused on the Supreme Court as well. Yeah. And if it looks like there's no other remedies, you know, God forbid, we don't want this to happen because that's what the left actually wants to happen. That's why they're being so in your face. They're drawing you into a trap. Look, they burned down cities all, all over the summer and then they have this fake event, you know, in January and, and you know, the world's ending because of it. You know, by the way, people who don't believe in walls sort of like walls themselves, funny. But, you know, they're, they're not building any more wall. They're going to naturalize all these people. They're inviting people to come in. By the way, you know, if you come into the country, you get free health care. And, that, and uh, if you're a native of the country and you have a citizen, your taxes will just go up. Yeah. How many Americans are going to be in favor of that? Not, not many. You know, it, and I encourage people to look beyond, too, because, you know, the first thing that these people are always trying to do is get us in this state of fear and panic. And, you know, the way that it works is the enemy, you know, attacks our right to bear arms. And then, you know, the fear is planted that if we don't have those arms, we don't have a way to protect ourselves. We aren't safe. And that fear takes over. But we have to think beyond that. You know, we have the greatest weapon of all. And what is the enemy keeping our eyes off of, you know, when they have us looking in a certain direction? Is this about having, you know, an automatic weapon or something like that? I would question, is it, you know, my opinion, is it really about that? We have something much greater to fight these people with. And, you know, on all my shows, I challenge people. Can you stand against somebody who has a gun or a missile or, you know, a weapon that you think would automatically destroy you? Can you stand in the power of God against that giant and with a prayer or word or the name of the Lord overcome it there have been so many testimonies of people who have done just that and like a firing squad misses right <laughs> and you're like this is impossible but we we serve the god of impossibilities and so you know yes we need to be fighting to keep our rights i'm not saying we don't do that but i'm just saying keep your head in the game because this is a bigger picture. If the enemy makes you feel like he's just stripped you of all of your weapons, when you have an unlimited arsenal, a heavenly arsenal that is so powerful that the enemy cannot even stand a chance, especially if we are all, you know, using these weapons in, in God's arsenal together. Um, there's a verse out of Jeremiah. I love it. You know, hold on a sec. Anyway, so this verse in Jeremiah, it, it talks about the arsenal of God. And it says, you know, the Lord is about to open his heavenly arsenal. He has work to do in the land of the Babylonians. And I just, I love that verse you know <laughs> so there there is an arsenal and you know people again you know jesus isn't the weeping jesus on the cross who seemed defeated that isn't that isn't our lord he went through that absolutely but it's so much bigger and really that and that's why we're building this army and a big part of this army uh we're not going to disclose what the uh the tactics of the army are on the show. You have to join the army to do that because we don't give the enemy our battle plans, you might say, but it's fair to say that uh, prayer is a big part of that. Right. And, you know, when more and more people, and by the way, churches are filling up all of a sudden, you know, there, there is a move of the spirit going on. 
it's funny, I, I had a little vision the other day and it's hard to describe, but you know, when you light a sparkler, that kind of, it was like all these gold sparklers coming down from heaven, you know, uh, and I don't know what it means or anything, but I just saw this. I'm going, okay, there, there's something going on up here, right? Right. <clears throat> so anyways, you know, that's, uh, that's our encouragement is, uh, and I think you're absolutely right, Jesse. It's not as much about the guns. It's about instilling the fear in the people and drawing out the reaction. It's right. a trap. It's a trap, but it, you know, the timing has to be, you know, like it's a, it's a 56 year old plan, you know, that, uh, that we're working on and, you know, it comes down to perfect timing for executions. We may only have one shot at this, but thankfully God's on our side and we trust right. that, that people are being led by God in this. Absolutely. All right. Should we, I, I, I could talk about CEOs stepping down and stuff like that as well, but it doesn't really matter so much. Let's get in to the songs, Jesse. Yes. You had some pretty, I don't know if interesting would be the word. I mean, I'd kind of be annoyed. <laughs> well, I was. <laughs> um, and by the way, I liked the first song. So the, here's the story. Yesterday morning, I woke up with a song in my head and a song I'm familiar with. I used to play it in a worship band and stuff like that, but I haven't heard it in years, really. Um, I don't listen to a lot of contemporary Christian stuff. I like, you know, different stuff. Anyways, uh, the song is The Days of Elijah. And I literally was cycling in my head all day yesterday, right into last night. And this song is constantly playing. And I, okay, Lord, you want me to talk about Elijah on air or something? Because I'm always praying, you know, what, what to bring up. And so I'm reading Elijah and I'm looking in, okay, is it, uh, you know, is it this? We've already talked about this part of the Elijah story with the prophets of Baal and stuff like that. And so, okay, maybe it's that again, maybe it's something else. And And I'm thinking, okay, is it the part about Jezebel? Is it the part about him in the cave? Is it you know, and, and nothing is really sticking. There's only actually one thing that really jumped out at me in this. And that was when Elisha asked for a double portion. Wow. And, you know, if you don't ask, you don't receive. We kind of talked about that the other day. So that's probably why that jumped out. But I, and listen, I spent hours on this last night and I didn't come to a conclusion of what God's trying to teach me in this or get me to say right so this morning wake up at like 3 a.m and i have a different song playing in my head and oh, no. this is where it goes <laughs> so this is a song that i'm familiar with but i haven't heard in a long time it's not one that gets played on the radio or anything that i not that i even listen to the radio is the theme song from Welcome Back, Cotter. Except I, I wasn't hearing the whole song. I just kept hearing, Welcome Back. <laughs> Welcome Back. You know, that, like, that's all I was hearing. <laughs> of all songs in the world. <laughs> you know, Days of Elijah, Welcome Back. And then... This morning, as I'm walking my dog, <laughs> I don't know if anyone else gets supernatural dog walks. <laughs> Another song pops in my head, which was kind of good because I was really getting sick of the welcome back one. <laughs> at least at least with Days of Elijah, I was getting the full tune. <laughs> you know? um, so this one is, there. basically, it was just a melody. Uh, there is plenty of proof he is the Lord. Hmm. I was like, what are you telling me, God? And by the way, for the record, I don't know yet. <laughs> no, I mean, both are kind of futuristic deal with somebody appearing. And then you've got the Lord saying, you know, he's the Lord. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here's maybe, my loose... Maybe he was answering, you know, your prayer that you're going to commentate his return. You know, so maybe this has to do with the commentating. 
of his Welcome return. Welcome back. Yeah, we'll be playing <laughs> that song upon his arrival. <laughs> All right. So I actually just have a, a feeling, I don't know if it's right, on the welcome back and on the proof of he's the Lord. But what dawned on me after hearing welcome back this morning is, you know, here I'm searching the story of Elijah and trying to pull out what God is. And I, it dawned on me, oh, maybe I should just look at the lyrics of the song. <laughs> That'd be a good place to start. <laughs> so, I, and there's a lot of repeating choruses and stuff like that. I'm not going to read them. So I'm not going to re read repeating parts, but I really think it's pertinent to today. And so hmm. I'm just going to read this and, you know, you can make up your mind. So uh, the song was written by Robin Mark called Days of Elijah. And here are the lyrics. These are the days of Elijah, declaring the word of the Lord. And these are the days of your servant Moses, righteousness being restored. And through these days of great trial, of famine and darkness and sword, still we are the voice in the desert crying, prepare ye the way of the Lord. The chorus. Behold, he comes riding on the clouds, shining like the sun at the trumpet call. Lift your voice. It's the year of Jubilee. And out of Zion's hill, salvation comes. These are the days of Ezekiel, the dry bones becoming as flesh. And these are the days of your servant David, rebuilding a temple of praise. These are the days of the harvest. The fields are as white in your world. And we are the laborers in your vineyard, declaring the word of the Lord. There is no God like Jehovah. Behold, he comes riding on the clouds, shining like the sun at the trumpet call. Lift your voice, it's the year of Jubilee, and out of Zion's hill, salvation comes. <coughs> there is so much in there. And, and Jesse, it's funny, like each one of these topics, we they're kind of in order of how we brought them out on the show. This keeps happening. Yeah, not purposely, but I mean, it, it's so funny that it perfectly lines up with everything we've been talking about. We weren't even purposely doing it that way. We were just leading as the Lord has led us. Yeah, and, and we're not looking for credit to say, you know, look it up, you know, nothing like that. Like, quite honestly, Jesse and I, we both prepare some notes and stuff like that. Okay, here's what we can talk about. And then sometimes as we pray right before we come on, everything changes. Yeah. And, and I think it's more of we're just bringing out that we're kind of amazed, you know, to see that as the Lord, you know, each time we've come on to do this, as we're letting the Lord lead us, that it's not just chaotic. It's not just mismatched things here or there. Like the Lord is kind of tying in all these powerful things and and we're a part of that work absolutely so. and, and you know one thing that's come out because we've talked about nasara jasara sort of thing mm -hmm. lift your voice it's the year of jubilee yeah and you know for people who don't know what jubilee is um it goes back the old testament times every 50 years all debt was forgiven you know there's a it was like a rebirth financially and you know this could be it because i yeah. personally think the banksters are going down you know we're, we're i think we're gonna see you know government like dc for sure i think it you it cannot be saved you know no especially when the horrors come out about what's uh, what's gone on underneath it. Yeah. Can't be saved. Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> Mar-a-Lago. All right. Let's so, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, well, we don't know, but yeah, let's see what happens. But well, let's put it this way. Uh, it, it needs a deep cleaning. Let's just say that. And definitely... Heard. 
And by the way, I, I believe the system of government will be restored to a constitutional government because it really it's the best form of government that has ever been on the planet of the earth. It just became corrupt. And yeah. with people, it'll be corrupt and it'll become corrupt again. Right. It will. All right. So days of Elijah and then welcome back. What, what do you think about welcome back, Jesse? Well, I mean, if you're looking at it esoterically, you know, we had Christ ascended and we're waiting. We're waiting for him to come again. Yeah. We're also waiting for a president to be restored. That as well. Perhaps that's why it wasn't a worship song. Maybe. Just, just my read. Maybe the Lord was giving you a word about DJT. I don't know, uh, but that's kind of my feeling. And, and by the way, he uh, he announced this thing, you know, right out. He put out a letter right after the uh, the impeachment trial ended, and he, he was acquitted, of course. But it says, mm. you know, we're going to be coming back even stronger with a greater vision and a limitless America. Right. You know, it was a brilliant closing to this letter and very, very hopeful. And then you see, you know, on President's Day yesterday, the parades and stuff like that. I didn't see that for the acting Pedotus. No. <laughs> By the way, there's there's a video I just posted on Telegram Jesse, it's kind of making its round. So, you know, there's probably lots of places you could find it, but it's uh, it's uh, the acting Pedotus and his mask keeps falling and there's something really off. Like his nose is off to the side in this thing. And and by the way, I did put a language warning because the person who's filming the TV is like, Holy blah, 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 you know, saying say some bad words, but it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm just going to keep my mouth shut today about our acting Pedotus. <laughs> yeah. We just need to remember everybody needs prayer. <laughs> and I think right now he needs a lot of prayer. Yeah. Whether um, it's him or maybe it's not him, you know, that's the question. But either way, prayer is needed. <laughs> yeah. Listen, no, not, no matter what you have done wrong in this world, Hades was not made for you. Right. And, you know, so we do want to pray for these people. And, you know, if uh, I don't think you want to pray with that intention, but, you know, it's like leaping, you know, hot coals on their head, you know, when you're praying for your enemies and you don't intend that you actually intend the intent of the prayer that they would find God and, you know, particularly publicly repent, you know, when right. you've been a public figure, you should publicly repent. Uh, I think that would be biblical. And I think, actually, I think we're going to be surprised at who does, Jesse. Yeah. I mean, one of the most powerful, um, you know, definitely somebody who would classify themselves as a non-believer, um, but the most powerful statement I ever heard just had me in tears one time. And this is somebody that a lot of, Christians attack, um, they go after, and he made a comment and said, you know, you say that you pray for me all the time. How come I've never seen or heard any of those prayers? And I thought about that. I mean, it was such a powerful statement. Like if we say that we're praying for these people, do they know it? Do they know by our actions? Do they you know, is it just that we get on and we're like, oh, we pray for that person? Or do they know us because they hear and see those prayers that we make for them? And that's the type of people we got to be. You know, do we just say we're praying for our pedotis? Or, you know, are, are we mailing him letters with our prayers in them for him every day? Well, I can, I can tell you one practice that I have implemented. Like if uh, if if you send me a, a message saying, look, need prayer for this, and I say praying, I do it right then and there. 
I don't put yeah. it off. I'm not, okay. I'll add that to my prayer list. I just do it right then and there, you know, right. and, and that's how I hold myself accountable. You know, I don't want to forget things and, and, but you're right. Yeah. Do some people feel it? Um, some people don't. Um, some of it has to do with their own walk with God. Um, if you don't have eyes to see, will you be able to see if you still have the veil over your eyes, you know, um, some of us can see, you know, God's creation in the rocks and the trees and, you know, the illumination of the, and some people can't, it just depends on where you are. It doesn't right. mean one person's more special in the Lord's eyes. No, it's just, you know, the God is a gentleman. The more you press <laughs> into God, the more he reveals himself to you. <clears throat> That's right. it. You know, simple, right? Right. All right, so let's go to the last one. Uh, that there is plenty of proof that he is Lord. There is. There is. And and I think one of the things, although most people who watch this show are believers, and some of us come from different denominations and things like that, really important note, let's not fight amongst each other. We can disagree on an interpretation of a scripture as long as we agree on the main things. Honestly, the worst thing you could do is start attacking each other. Absolutely. No, I'm in complete agreement with that. So as we start to talk about dark to light, and we're not talking about God's light, we're talking about the dark side going down, the light side of the system rising up. I think we need to keep showing more proofs of Jesus Christ as Lord and why it, that stuff matters. We should watch it. We should comment on it. We should know what's going on around us so we can pray more directly and more effectively. But we need to keep our eyes on what the Lord is doing even more. Right. And you know, as you're saying that, you know, we have an enemy that knows scripture better than the majority of Christians and knows how to use that scripture. I'd say more and than that, all Christians. But this is very true. So, you know, if that's going to be his biggest tactic and that's part of the deception, you know, we have to up our game. Not only do we have to know scripture better, but the point you're hitting at really is very powerful because you know, the enemy is going to be throwing scriptures out there, but the thing that he's not going to be throwing out there is his personal daily experiences with God. And there's a, um, what is it? First Peter one uh, sixteen, where Peter says, you know, we didn't follow cleverly invented stories when we told you about the power and the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesties. And this right there, that's what the enemy is not going to bring. He's not going to bring his daily eyewitness accounts of the majesties and the glories and the wonders and the works that God is doing in the day-to-day -day life. And that's where, you know, what does Revelation say? You know, they overcame the evil one by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. These are the little testimonies that we have to give on a daily basis about the works that God is doing in our lives and in the lives of those around us. Amen. And just reaffirming our faith. So, you know, I, I hope that one of the, the bigger objectives of this program in particular is to really help build your faith to ward off fear because fear does not come from the Lord. Um, Jesse and I have very high confidence that things are going to turn out well. <laughs> but we know, I mean, we're going to be, you know, what is it called? Uh, doing a show as the Lord returns. And so no, it's going to be a Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday or Sunday. No, I'm just teasing. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not given a date. <laughs> we're going to dictate, you know, but no, I'm just totally teasing on that. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no, we do have confidence because we know that scripture says, you know, Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil and that Jesus has all the victory. It's his. It's not something that could happen or may happen. It's a historically done deal that has yet to be played out in its fullness. We could just put it that way. And, and you know, listen, no one knows the date that Jesus is coming back. Nobody right. knows it. But he does plan, promise a great harvest before that time. And look, it's been the end times since Jesus died on the cross. Essentially, it's been the end times and everyone's wondering if it's the end days. Right now, there's a lot of things that seem to indicate we're in the last days. A lot of things that were not possible a century ago have happened. A lot of things, right. in, well, and plus Jesse's testimony, quite honestly, is a pretty big tell tell sign for me but you know maybe we're not going into that great harvest yet maybe it's not that time yet we don't know for sure but there is that small still voice that has been ministering to me and and many many people like millions of people around the world have been hearing the same voice saying okay the harvest is coming it's upon us so you know i just leave it at that and you know, we're just trusting that and going forward. But don't fret when you see things going bad in the world. Kind of rejoice. These are good signs. Use prayer as your weapon. That's right. Rejoicing is a weapon as well. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, when you can celebrate, you know, the, the things that hurt, you know, thank you, Lord. Ow. <laughs> there, there's actual wonder-working power in that. Amen. All right, Jesse, one final announcement before we go on. Um, actually, two. I got to mention, we're still recruiting for the Right on Radio, right on radio Army, which is the SOS Army, Shepherds of Sheeple, but we're just going to abbreviate and say it's the SOS Army. Why should you join? Because we're in the fight for our lives. When you're locked down and all this COVID stuff, there's depression, people are sick of not doing anything when you actually take action and do things you will feel better your spirits will lift up by joining the army be sincere in it uh look the demands aren't going to be great on you but you can do a part and there is a part for you um if you come in with ill intentions we will find you out we will expose you amen um <laughs> So you can join by, and by the way, sometimes it says, says a different email on the bottom of my Zoom screen here. Please do not use that one. I, I, it, I checked off the box and it's not supposed to show. Sometimes it kind of is a ghost in a machine. I use that for internal stuff. So please have respect and don't use that. But do go to writeonjeff at gmail.com. We're automating our system. Our captains are getting in place. We're getting organized. There's going to be stuff happening soon. You're going to feel better because you're a part of something and it's going to be great. The other thing, Jesse, we talked about these two champions. Yes. And these two champions are well-known names of people who are in the fight genuinely. They are whistleblowers that you're familiar with, most likely. Yes. And they are truly champions. They are hurting. The deep state has cut them down. They've made it impossible for them to get funds. We have to be really creative to get them funds. And so we've got a GoFundMe page. This is not for Jesse. This is not for Jeff. It's all the money is going to go to helping these people. And it's a bit of an ongoing thing with them right now. Um, yep. And by the way, I think we're almost through this thing where things will be restored. It might only be a yeah. couple months. I don't know. But that, I don't see it going on forever. Jesse, do you want to just add to that and talk about how it's dispersed and things like that without giving away our secret sauce? Yeah, I can't give away our secret sauce on this because, like I said, you know, every avenue that we um, we access then ends up getting shut off. So we are having to be very creative with these individuals. 
um, they are not asking for anything more than, you know, basically we're helping with rent, utilities, food, and household items, um, you know, just the bare minimum. So, you know, we did get everything we needed for them for February. And now, you know, I'm trying to work it so around the beginning of the middle of the month, we're raising funds for the next month so that we can get them those funds before, you know, we don't want to be getting it to them, you know, the next month, we want them to be able to pay their bills on time and, you know, not to have further issues with, you know, losing their housing or other things like that, or getting utilities shut off. So we're trying to be creative to make sure, you know, that they've got the money when they need it to pay for their basic expenses. Um, <clears throat> so, but these are, you know, like we said, these are people who they are full time have been in this fight every day. They had, they lay their lives on the line and, and um, you know, I'm somebody, it's the same, whether, you know, it's a veteran or a whistleblower, um, you know, these people, like I said, they put their lives on the line and yeah, like get shot they at regularly. Have, they deserve to have, you know, their, you know, their finances, whether it's pensions, whether it's, you know, disability, whether it's just regular pay, you know, they've worked they've already put in the work for these things. And when our government or, you know, the system is intervening and closing those accesses for them to get finances, I'm somebody that I believe it's, you know, part of my job to sacrifice things, you know, so these people can meet their daily living expenses. And um, so, it's so worthwhile, you know. There will be links in the description box uh, below this video. Always check the links. And by the way, we put the social media ones. We put Jesse's Patreon down there if you feel inclined in being part of that group right. as well. Jesse's another person we're trying to keep in the fight uh, full time. And, uh, you know. We should mention, we call, the, we call those whistleblowers the champions. So you'll see the GoFundMe for the champions. Yeah, the two um, champions. That specifically is is for them so yeah yeah so amen um thank you jesse i think that's all we got for today uh, we can go down a couple of rabbit holes but we'll save that for the next one sounds good thanks chef all right so remember love your god love your family love your neighbor and make a difference in your community thank you for watching right on radio with jesse and jeff right on right on right on Right on radio. Right on radio.